Hey, it's Saturday, January 8th, 2022, and this is episode one of The Pickle Slayers of Boredom Podcast. So, first of all, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Sean. 2022 is here. This is episode one, so I guess, hey, this is my friend Sean, guys, and uh, I'm Dan. Nice yeah. to meet you. We are the Slayers of Boredom Podcasters, mm-hmm. and we are inviting you to slay with us. It's true. Yes. That boredom. Slay it. Yes. And the new year, 2022, you had a good one? I had a, a great one. Me you too. mean 2021 was great? Yeah, sure. That's what I'm... New Year's Eve. Yeah. NYE, whatever. That, well, that evening was just what it was. Yeah. It was, a, it was a movie and a timer that went off to make sure we had our drink at the right moment. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, nothing, really. I have a child... And we actually did stay up, my wife and I. I think we watched a little bit of the ridiculous CNN stuff. Mm. And we watched probably NHL on the fly, some hockey. Some oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah. Solid New Year's Eve. For sure. <laughs> We're boring people. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that's why we slay. Yeah, that's so. why we slay. So what's episode one, my man? Well, we're going to begin with the Thwaites Glacier, otherwise yes. known as the Doomsday Glacier. Yeah, the Doomsday Glacier. And Don't freak out too much. But no, definitely freak out. What what are you talking about? <laughs> it's I mean, well, tell us what it is, for example, and what it means to okay, basically the environment over the years. Should it completely should the ice shelf collapse? Yeah, and allow it to drain into the ocean. So I think the hardest thing to understand is that when you speak of the glacier, there's the glacier itself, but part of it is the ice shelf, mm-hmm. and that's where the worry is. So you have like when these uh, in the West Antarctica. When it would snow, uh, you know, as the season goes, some would melt, but not all, and it would snow again, and then some would melt and not all, but this creates like an ice cube effect off the shore. So it doesn't add any mass to the water. You know, it's like ice cubes floating on a sure. on a drink. Uh, but as that gets worn away and is cracking like a windshield at this point, and that uh, will fall off. Now, the glacier itself is being held up, buttressed, yes. if I may, uh, by this shelf. And once that shelf falls off, which is projected within the next five years, it's just going to start dumping itself into the ocean. And Could that is in the next five years. You know, that's not ice cubes. That's dumping a bag of ice yes. into the cup. And uh, it's, it's going to start the, rising sea levels. The term is marine ice cliff instability. It's an actual scientific term that they're concerned <sighs> about. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, retreating ice exposes, um, you know, unstable ice cliffs and stuff like that. Retreating ice from like melting and everything. And of course, another concern is at that time as... Anytime that ice melts off into the ocean, and this is like large, large quantities, you know what I mean? This thing, this this glacier, by the way, is also the size of England, like it's huge. Yeah, or Florida. Um, releases methane, you know what I mean, back up into the atmosphere. So it's just, I mean, this is going to mess with our ocean currents. There's like a 10,000, a 10,000 mile cycle of our ocean, you know what I mean, as the, the cold water is at the bottom. And so it's just, if, if that cycle gets thrown off ecosystems, marine life, I mean, like even the weather, these are the types of things that we're going to be dealing yeah. with just from this glacier eventually melting completely and rising our sea levels and stuff. It's terrifying. And that that's where I think, again, the confusion comes in because, yes, it, it could fall in the next five years. So best case scenario, fifth year. That's five years away. Then sure. they're saying we're going to see over decades the repercussions. Now, that's like 10, 20, let's even be generous, 30 years from five years from now. It's 35 years. I'm 37. So I'll be 72, whatever. And that's still alive. Now, when they're saying that, they're yeah, saying a ten foot. That's rise still alive in sea for level. me. That's still alive for me as well. And I have a child who, you know, yeah, 
will be about my age. Bring so. that scope in, you know? No, for sure. I know. So, like, that's a 10-foot rise. So, people think, you know, it could, what's decades? Oh, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. We haven't. And we're here now with all the natural disasters, tornadoes in Kentucky and uh, firestorms in uh, Colorado in December. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are happening now. They're only going to get worse unless we start to curb what's happening. And yet we still think like, well, 35 years, we've got time. There's so much wrong within that time span that can happen. You I know, mean, I, I hate to be such a pessimist, but I think no matter what's done, but by the 2080s, 2100, I mean, your cities like Tokyo, Miami, New York, they're going to be probably gone. I mean, I, I don't even know if there's any way around that right now. You know, like it's just, it's, it's that. There are ways. If we all Sure, but down. I mean, it's, yeah, but of course, I mean. And again, this is not. I hate to people. sound like one of those defeatists who's just like, "Oh, it is the way it is," and you know, you have any idea of the entire the entire halting of the global economy, you know, blah blah blah. But it's yeah. just like you do it in phases. But yeah, it's all a transition. More about this. More about this ice shelf. There's another issue about it that allows it to. It actually sits on a decline. Um, what was this woman's name? It's held back. Yeah, held back by a rapidly declining ice shelf. And there is a uh, glaciologist at Oregon State who. Notice that it sits on a decline, so it makes it actually easier as the ice shelf collapses for the Thwaites Glacier to sort of slide into the ocean more. See what I mean? So it doesn't have a stable foundation underneath it, so it's more of just like that slope. Yeah. Which, again, I mean, there's just so many concerns. Like, it's 80 miles wide at one point. Like, it's... It's huge. It's, it's a huge amount of ice. And, it already and adds like 4% global sea rise it has. right now as well, yeah. so... And, and, you know, to be completely clear here, it's when that glacier goes, that's going to raise the water by about, I think, two feet, they said. But it's going to cause such a a destabilization of that zone that the Pine Glacier, which is right next to it, which is already having issues, is that destabilization is going to accelerate that. And that's where that 30 year plus time span of, you know, 10 feet coming up. Um, But, you know, they do have through satellite imaging, the there was a Larson B mm-hmm. is the name of the glacier in 2003, and you can see the ice shelf break off, and then you watch the glacier flow into the ocean. So this isn't a hypothetical. This isn't something that, that you can look at and be like, this is what the scientists think is going to happen. No, yeah. this is what happens when... Yeah. Just you know, look at it. Yeah. You can see <laughs> it, and you can <laughs> look up at it. and You can see it, too. And, and what they're really concerned about is the cracking at this point. Mm-hmm. Um that is accelerated. It's like a, they were referring it to a windshield. You know, you can get that one small crack, but once it starts to spread, it really spreads. Sure. And you know, we're getting spider webs splintering. Sure. I mean, people just th- that five year idea is is unfathomable. You know, five years ago I was thirty two, but it's it. There's so much that can happen in that time frame, and there is a lot we can well, do. This is, I mean, all a, a lot of what has happened has been in such a short time frame, like since the nineties. I mean, it's, there's twice of twice as much as this, uh, this ice, these, you know, ice shelves and the uh, glaciers and stuff melting in the ocean. And there wasn't the nineties. So, I mean, like it's yeah. just, it's accelerating. It's, I mean, things really started to accelerate in the eighties, um, under like Reagan, like Reaganomics and stuff like that. Trickle down economics. You know what I mean? Just keep the economy just pumping through like full on cop capitalism, just like straight into your blood. You oh yeah. Know? Works real well. And obviously, you know, that didn't happen, but, and, and, and sure, I mean, like, at that time, it's the expense, it's, it's crazy, though, like, at the time, it, w- it was at the expense of workers, because you can't expect trickle-down economics to work among millionaires and billionaires, but at the same time, we didn't realize, I mean, a lot of people did realize, but there was plenty of lobbyists and stuff that were able to shut this stuff up, that, that we were destroying the planet, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And You're talking the, about 1980s Reagan. Sure, sure. Well, then, like, you know, and just continuing on, like, yeah. and how bad it's gotten since because of just, like, you know, this... There's leaked documents of ExxonMobil knowing in the sure. 1970s. Oh, yeah, yeah. And actively... Oh, yeah, even before, sure. Yeah, and actively, uh, you know, defying the science and putting out junk science to confuse the people. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, oh, still yeah, going junk on. Science. Um, but, you know, it that's is like what it is. like some Purdue Pharma shit, too. They love yeah. that junk science. But, uh, you know, when I do say that we can do something, I don't mean we as in, like, you know, st- uh, not using plastic straws and doing this and that. Those, th- all those little areas will help. But it's 70% corporations. Yeah. 70% of the pollution, 70% of the problem is corporations. And it's just about their bottom dollar. You know, I don't want to see industries go under completely. There's workers, there's people's lives at stake. I, I understand that. But a smooth transition you know, pro bono educational systems to move most coal miners to solar panel installation. You know, how it, 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 it'll take time, but we don't have any more. shitload of money. The government's already spent trillions just getting us through the pandemic. It's true. It's and I true. mean, but but I agree with you. I mean, the, the amount of, uh, like, oh, man, it'd just be such an expensive package, but you would have to help no, transition it, it, transition it, fossil fuel workers, like coal miners and stuff, yeah. people who work in the coal industry, you'd have to transition them into renewable energy. I mean, that would take time. Who's going to pay their bills during that time? But you'd have to do it in sectors. And I know it doesn't, like, you can't just, you cannot stop the, I mean, my God, the unstoppable moving machine of, like, the global economy, especially with, like, you know, America forcing it all the whole time. Like, you cannot stop that all at once. It's just it's just not possible. Well, but if you start doing saying. things in sectors, yeah, I know, but yeah. if you do things in sectors to transition these workers, and that's what needs to be done because these, these workers who actually tend to vote against, like, their own interests, like, they vote to keep their jobs, and I understand that, but they don't realize, again, like, the the repercussions from working in these industries and they don't realize, or they probably do realize or they're in denial about that. Um, the jobs that they have contribute to climate change. Um, but I mean, either way, regardless, whether we agree with their views or not, they still are part of this country and they have a voice and they need to be taken care of. So yeah. you promise them jobs, which by the way, look, look, there are so many economic studies proving that renewable energy can be so much more profitable. And I, it's just, it's the route that we have to go at this point. But stopping everything the way it is right now, just oh man, it, it just se- it seems like such an impossible undertaking. And you're more optimistic than I am, so I guess that's why I am more optimistic. You'll start to see that as the episodes progress. People, <laughs> I'll sit there and be like, Meh. I, I mean, I have hope. I consider myself well, sure. a, I mean, an optimistic nihilist, but it's uh, you know, it, and you know, it's all about zooming out and looking at time frames sure. and seeing what you can and can't do. Uh, and the technology is is you know ever evolving. And it's we're going to come to a tipping point where it's either going to be do or die on yeah. carbon. And I think we're going to do. And I think it's going to be unfortunate how it goes down for the less fortunate. Because, you know, the countries that are going to be hit by this earliest, they're not going to make the waves. You know, Pakistan yeah. is one of uh, globally where they're located on this planet. Yeah. They are like a linchpin for global warming. They're going to see all of the early signs. Yeah. And they're getting destroyed right now. Uh, but it won't matter, you know, until these rich countries, uh, more endowed countries, will uh, get some some repercussions. So seeing tornadoes and stuff in the U.S. and I'm hoping it opens eyes. I hate to see the destitute. Yeah, I mean the destitute de- was not destitute, whatever. Um, well, they become destitute yeah. by it all, and I hate to see that. I don't want to see anybody go through any strife or suffering. The devastation. Devastation. Thank you. Sure. But. At the same time, like we, we, I think we need to get punched a few times because 
somebody needs to say, oh, this is bad. The, the governor of California could tell you all day that, you know, global warming is real and these are the signs, but he's the governor of California. He's not, he's not swaying anybody. We need Fox News and those talking heads to actually start pushing for change instead of digressing, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, everything just cycles. But, like, all your points are like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the, the idealistic way of looking at things. I completely agree that's how I want things. But, unfortunately, what what I can't seem to understand is, like, everything revolves around money to these people. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like even the best people in the world still, like, have their concern about money. Even your favorite little politicians you think are so awesome, you know, I mean, they've got... They, 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 they own stocks. They own shares in companies that they write legislation for. You know what I mean? And that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That... That is my biggest issue here. Like, when when you can, <laughs> there's there are so many things we can do. Just aside from you know, like spending money elsewhere, like as far as like, you know, like the military budget and stuff like that. Which well, I, I I have no. Oh, don't get me started. Sure, but I mean, like a, a lot of these politicians that vote for these bills, they have stock options. You know what I mean? They have investments in these companies that make a lot of this. You know, this money, a lot of the money, and make a lot of the. Uh, you know, the weaponry for the war machine or whatever, you know, whatever our soldiers might need. Yeah. And I know that we're competing heavily with China right now is building like a massive, probably the biggest army in the world. I mean, at this point, I mean, who even knows like what secrets they but hold? The, but it's uh, just, do it's, you foresee an actual violent war anymore? No, no, I don't. It's going to be cyber. It's, yeah. It's or or drone warfare, which I despise more than disrupt anything, our anyways, supply but. lines or you disrupt the, you know, just a simple oil is the way they could shut down an oil refinery you know, in the southern states, and it affected New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, you do that on a grand scale, and we're not prepared at all for cyber attacks. But I don't foresee, I don't. I think we're putting all of our money militarily into the wrong areas, into jets and things that aren't going to be as necessary. Drones, yes, I guess, you know, if you want to be aggressive and be protective that way, but... Uh, overall, it's like, the, it's like putting money, just put money into the into the uh, the toys that can create you know like massive violent devastation rather than just like something from within that can cause like structural societal damage like yeah. running out of your fuel to fucking drive your car and shit like that. Yeah, we're more just like, oh, we're just gonna send drones and and just blow up like innocent aid workers and their families and stuff and then call it a righteous hit or whatever the fuck yeah. Biden and whatever that dude did. Yeah, uh, Millie, I think is the one. He's the one that said that. But yeah, I mean, either way, it's just the, the way human beings operate just disgusts me. I mean, this, I'm telling you, my my belief is that the world, the, the world is the supreme being to me, the earth itself, and it's going to destroy us eventually, I think, before anything else. We might aid to it with nuclear war, God, I mean, I freaking hope not, yeah. you know what I mean, stuff like that, but I mean, yeah. the world will ultimately destroy us because of the way that we treat it and the way that we treat each other. I mean, we're all, we're all organic, you know what I mean? I it's think just, we'll evolve. I, I think we'll adapt. I think it'll be. I hope so. Uncomfortable changes, but this is a small blip in time. You know, Roman empires, you have empires going back, and yeah. they uh, they all fall eventually. This is the American Empire, and we'll go down, and something else will come up. But uh, you know, the American time Empire for... will. I'll tell you what it'll do. You're gonna die alone. Yeah, it's gonna die alone. <laughs> when wishing, you recorded wish... that clip, I thought like that is one of the most depressive clips. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I just, I just feel like buttons. we will be, but, I mean, almost one. like in that movie, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's it, we were the only ones to decide to fuck everything up because of the power of industry and economics. Like, let's mine a fucking meteor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's see how we can make money off this stuff before we actually, like, you do what's to, right. to the movie, don't look up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest <laughs> of the world is just like, well, we're trying to do things, but, like, they failed. Who was it? Like, Russia... 
uh, well, Russia, Iran, and like somebody else. Um, and their mission failed. And the initial mission that had the 80% success rate before they turned it around so they could mine shit off the... I mean, it's just... It, again, it's, it's just all about Indicative of what the, what's going on right now. Sure. And I, I just... I don't know. Yeah, we have plans to mine more coal in the U.S. than we did last year. Mm. How can our administration, this administration, be this inept? Be the, Just to not even, like, at least hit even to last year? Maybe try and meet some goals? Have goals? Yeah. No, we're just going to, you know, just a bunch of pussies, man. I guess that's the problem. Like you you have a a lot of wackos on the right who have so much conviction and like the craziest shit. And you have people on the left that are just like, I mean, they just they 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 think that our institutions crazy as well. (laughs) Yeah, but but they think that our institutions are just going to right themselves. You know what I mean? And there's so much of this poison in this stuff already seeding its way through like those institutions like our, our military, our police, obviously our. Our politics, our Congress. I mean, there's so many fucking lunatics in there that spout off the craziest shit, conspiracy theories, and people eat the shit up and they love it. And I mean, it's like that that's that's what the left just like they're not doing enough about that. They think these institutions will just like write themselves in some way. So they just like sit back and whatever, you yeah. know, collect money from their donors, collect money from their their stock options and shit like that. Yeah. But they do nothing. Like it's gonna be pretty quo quo for quite some time. Yeah. I don't know how you bring these people together at this point, because it's really just about riling up constituents and conversation. I'm just like, I, yeah, I, I just want, I just want a good future for my kid, you know. Yeah. So. Well, but I mean, shit. You have to worry about that doomsday glacier. Yeah, I know that doomsday <laughs> glacier. Seriously, people, <laughs> look it up. Thwaites, the Thwaites glacier. Yeah. It's in uh, like Western Antarctica. Yeah, so. we got a we got a short time frame, but there's really sure. not much you can do but vote. Again. Yeah, really. It is, I mean, and that's and obviously there's so much legislation going around. Yeah, and be educated, to, uh, really. Be educated to have these kind of conversations. I yeah. feel like that is huge. So many times on any social media platform, you know, the argument begins and it's or and it should be a debate and it's an argument, you know. And I'll I'll try really difficult uh, to 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 corral them to being more of a debate than an actual argument. But well, good for you on that, man. I pride you for that. I don't have the I don't have the patience. That's what you need. Everybody needs. It, the, if you're, if you feel educated enough that, that to, to don't spout look up, out, re, don't look up reinforce that for me though. It's just like, I mean, come on. Like at the end, no, like, I know. you just want to lose your mind. You know, there are some lost causes. That's for sure. But even like that, or, that, that argument slash debate that you're having is being read by other people that now have information for sure. their family members, for other people, that it could just spread out, you know? I, I think it's really tough for Be me. the to virus. Come. I think it's really... That, <laughs> in, that entire movie, like, <laughs> hit me... Oh, are we going into the COVID now? No, 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 no. <laughs> that entire movie hit me as something that... Um, oh, 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 yeah. Is it... COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that entire movie hit me as, like... It just it, it it's like it, it just spoke exactly what I've been saying to 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 so many different people that I work with, um, like my wife and stuff. I just I can't comprehend how something directly in front of you is how you try and fight for that not being real just because it's not politically convenient for you. Like that's just insane. And it comes down to COVID. It comes down to uh, you know climate change. I I just don't get it. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. It, I, and I feel like it, it is it just like this human like just humans in general just have this will to just want to debate and get nasty with each other and just like believe in stupid shit that makes absolutely no sense just because 
you know, like the other guy, the side I don't like, you know, happens to have a firm stance against, you know, this crap that I'm rallying on about. Like, I just don't, it's nuts, man. It, I, I never thought that, you know, Trump would become president. And then, yeah, that, that I mean, that's, it, that was to me like, okay, mm. the reality I know isn't real right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like the, where I thought consciousness was, or as a society, we're not where I thought we were. And then as it went on, I was like, well, look at his press conferences. Obviously this isn't going to last and it's still going on. I mean, Republicans didn't show up to the January 6th, like memorial, whatever they did remembrance thing. The daily shows. That was great. What's that? The, uh, the freedom surrectionists or whatever they did. They set up like memorials, like in New York somewhere of like, you know how like Donald Trump and uh, like all the and Marjorie Taylor Greene and all these being like the quotes they had on January sixth last year. Oh wow! And, like, I didn't oh, know dude, about oh this. it's hilarious. Oh, well, I was just referring to like they they spent a lot of time on it at Congress. Mm-hmm. You know, Biden did a pretty impassioned speech about it. Um, but like while he was speaking, there were there were members of Congress that didn't show up, and they were attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them like you know what's it? Ted Cruz. He yeah. he calls it a terrorist attack. And yet they're like, well, but along party lines, if I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to get votes if I show up to this thing, I better not. Did you see when he went on Tucker Carlson and apologized? Oh yeah. Oh my God. What a, what a spineless turd. Yeah. But he'll get reelected. But the things, these, these, these soulless jackasses, man, like getting behind the craziest shit that they know is wrong, but they're doing it for votes and their, their comfy lifestyles and all the, oh yeah, it's just wrong, man. Like, how do you sleep at night? Like these are these uh, are elected bed of officials. dollars. So yeah. <laughs> that's how like uh, power and money it corrupts. Fucking assholes, man. Yeah, seriously. You look at an area like like Africa that goes through coups yearly. You know, there were six coups in the last seven years, yeah. and the reasoning is because they're a new country. They have new. They're trying to find their footing. You know, Wait, this, where the, Africa? Yeah, so they. You they, mean they, the continent? Yeah. Like, I mean, countries with like just within, within there, countries. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, sure. Because the colonization being like the 1950s, the 60s, when they really got a chance to be their own areas, be their own country, yeah. and they're trying to put together their government. And every time they put someone in power, it corrupts instantly. Yeah. Because as soon as you have that kind of freedom and power, I mean, that's just uh, it's an extreme analogy. But again, power zooming corrupts. out, yeah, it's just the way it goes. The people you you would hope you know, that you're voting for and voting into office, they could change. But what is power? Other than, like, like crazy, Money. like, okay, but, like, don't, don't you think there's more than, like, what the, with the cult of personality? Like, there's some serious power in that, you know what I mean? Like, Donald Trump might have money, but, like, that's, his, his personality, like, is a cult. People will follow him just because the guy's an asshole. They might sit there and be like, oh, you know, he'll run the country like a, like a business, and that's what I prefer. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean... There, there's more to him than that that like drives things, and that's what scares me. But, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, uh, money. I mean, that basically it, it is that's that's the majority of all power. When, I mean, sure. when Trump says something, no one cares if it's positive, negative. It doesn't matter. It's the people that benefit from his doings that make money say what you just said was a genius. Like yeah. I don't think he has an infectious <clears throat> sure, sure, personality. Yeah. I think that his minions beyond as far as his his voting his voting constituents, the voting body that votes for him, you know, yeah. they, they might give him they might give him money to fund his campaigns and shit, which by the way, he can keep people. I just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah. He may not even run again. The money you donate to him, that dude can just keep. Yeah. You know what I mean? That he raises for his oh my god. They're susceptible to the algorithm. That's Whatever all the hell it is, the the, uh, the packs that he's got going. I mean, yeah. that's that's his money. He can use it for his campaign or he can just, you know, pay off his legal bills if he 
SDNY is going to be a, uh, you know, up his ass with here soon. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully. He will run again. I do not see that not happening. They didn't want him to run in the first place. Marco Rubio's Ted Cruz's all of them were like, this guy's a joke and he did it anyway. So what do you think when they're groveling at his feet going, might not be a good idea, bud. You know, of course. He did it because so many Americans, for some fucking reason, like, like, I don't understand. I get that he's, like, the antithesis of, like, Obama or the left or whatever the fuck it is that you're afraid of. But this man is a fucking unqualified animal, okay? Talking about sexually assaulting women. Like, I don't care, like, what other instances you have of other presidents doing weird shit. This guy openly fucking bragged about it. So you, you, I mean, just for that alone, I mean, that is an unfit human being who should not be president. You want, no. you want to, you want to freaking, uh... A Supreme Court justice, you know, a person like, oh, something he did 18 years ago when we're talking about Kavanaugh. We were talking about the types of people that create legislation, like, you know, federal legislation. They should be above fucking reproach, okay? Somebody that is going to blatantly be accused of sexually assaulting somebody, somebody who's going to blatantly brag of sexually assaulting women, you know what I mean? That is that is not even, I mean, just get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> These are the people that are supposed to lead our country, lead the free world. They should be above reproach and i that's what i can't understand yeah i cannot understand how that alone you would agree with somebody being just because he he ended up being the republican nominee in the end you know and the stupid fucking bipartisan bullshit we have too you know like it's the it's, it's the algorithm it confuses people you know it's it, as soon as that came out there was enough counters there was enough antifa talk that mm-hmm. the people that should see it to maybe make a decision didn't even they heard about it and dismissed it because it doesn't really fit their agenda it's just it's all infected by the algorithm yeah but what are you gonna do about it keep talking i guess yeah and just try and get through to him yell at him i guess yeah you i know? think leonardo dicaprio has yeah a sure good take on it here we go this whole administration has completely lost their fucking minds and i think we're all gonna die yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> That was a sweet little uh, riff from Yam Yam there. Our yeah. buddies from Harrisburg, PA, where we're from. Thanks for that. So let's transition to the next part of uh, uh, our episode one podcast, The Slayers of Border, and we're talking about possible civil war. Yeah. Hmm. Possible? We're in it. Politically, sure. I, I mean, we're not so. we're not in like a bloody violent civil war yet, but I mean, there's there's, there's a segment there's a segment to this there's a segment to this that concerns me, and that's you know the militias in this country, which there's ample information out there on. But um, yeah, I mean, I after January six, I mean, how the hell can we not be in some sort of like weird? Everything's at least weird. It's a weird civil war. You walk by people and like you work with people and you're like, oh man, stuff's at least weird between us. You Think about I mean? that. Like, I don't know if I want to get violent with you, but it's fucking weird. The vibe's off. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, that's concerning, I guess. Think about your workplace right now. Like, hypothetically, it kicks off and you've got to make a choice. Are you in the minority in that building? Would you survive? <laughs> I mean, th- this is, this is a, this is a. You wouldn't. This is a. <laughs> Too many. This is a very, I mean, this is, this is a situation, like, it's a small company that I work for, and, you know, like, I, I, if it was straight up, dude, I have a relationship enough with these people that I don't think that, like, they would just kill me over, like, oh, we're gonna start killing each other now, (laughs) like, left and right, oh, you didn't vote for Trump, well, I'm gonna kill you now, I don't think it would be like that, you know what I mean, like, I joke with these guys that they vote for Trump, you know what I mean, they still stand by it, but, you know, like, I make fun of them and stuff, and they make fun of me, whatever, It's, it's just... The old workplace give and take, you know. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but there, there, 
there, I mean, FBI's done studies. There's there's generals, retired, and generals that are still in the military that are concerns about have concerns about. Like I was saying earlier, this this poison that is getting into our institutions. These um, they can be like um, you know, alt right wing ideologies and conspiracy theories and stuff like that. And that's what concerns me because our our military is supposed to uphold the Constitution, foreign and domestic. FBI lists these these groups as terrorist groups. You know what I mean? Like the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters, and shit like that. Oath Keepers. Um, Oath Keepers. Well, the Oath Keepers especially. Yeah. Um, they're very good. Oath Keepers are those guys that are rolling around with like flak vests and stuff like that. The same freaking, you know, sunglasses and hats and stuff with the patches and the... Uh, the rifles and stuff like that. The you, five, five, six. Not to interrupt you, but oath keepers are only former military law enforcement. Are they? That's why they're oath. They've taken the oath. Really? Oath keepers are only. That's a prerequisite to be in that. You gotta be kidding me. Nope. Well, there we go. I look like an asshole. No. But at the same time, I mean, I, I, I have. There's dudes that like wear these. I don't know. It's. It's scary. Yeah. And a lot of them, like, I, I feel the need to at least like take up arms, against anybody in America just because they don't agree with them and their ideologies. Like, that yeah. concerns the shit out of me. Yeah. It's coming, uh, like, f- the seeds of hate in these militias are unbelievably overgrown. I mean, there were uh, kidnappings of Gretchen Whitmer. You know, th- well, I mean, it was a thwarted kidnapping plan, but that had murder involved as an option. Yeah. And uh, Trump in two days did a, a press conference in Colorado. Gretchen Whitmer was the governor of Colorado um, saying how, and, and the chants were lock her up. Like he wasn't calming the hate. He was fanning it. And this is, these are the, you know, stand back and stand by. Now he is an idiot. So I don't think that he actually was trying to speak to them. I think he stumbled over his words because he doesn't know many. I'm glad that, like, yeah, I know. I, that's that's a left-wing talking point that I just think is like, I mean, you just got to be like, look, the guy's an idiot, man. I really don't think he was being like, stand by. Yeah, these are Stand by, Oath Keepers. Stand by, stand by, Proud Boys. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's... <laughs> He's just a PR fucking nightmare, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How did a PR nightmare like that guy become our fucking president? Like it's the weird. algorithm. <laughs> sure, the algorithm. It is. It's the cause of all of your problems. But so wait, you yeah. have tons of information on militias over there. I want to hear about it. Oh well, I mean, it's mainly from it's, it's okay. The acronym ACLED, the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project, um, along with uh, Militia Watch, just basically just list the large cross-state right-wing militia movements. Um, three percenters, Oath Keepers, Lightfoot Militia, which I think is what all really Pennsylvania has. What is it? Lightfoot Militia. Lightfoot Militia. They say it's a mainstream militia. It's kind of large, but it's, you know, divided by region of state. So there's a Pennsylvania chapter militia. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, you know, you know, like the Proud Boys lower, the Boogaloo Boys. and the Boogaloo like, Boys. I love Hawaiian shirts. You eh. know what they've done to me? Because, I mean, in a Hawaiian shirt, I look like a boogaloo boy. I yeah. do. And I... <laughs> that sucks. I know. I know. That I, you would I, wear Hawaiian t-shirts to begin with. No, no, no. Sean. Come on. Come on. I, wearing that I'm shit. constantly on vacation, my friend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, there's the... Uh, there are some left-wing militias as well. Um, it's Oh, my God. I can't fucking remember the name. The the Something about, like, I don't fucking care anymore fucking i don't know what dude i i you know what i'm sorry i forgot my notes on them but they're the uh oh, it's a lot God, harder to find information on left-wing militias i believe no it was part of the same article but you know when, I mean? you, when you're I, talking about the, this was an all-black militia right 
It is an all-black militia. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, and it's like, I don't give a fuck anymore, or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore, or something like that. Yeah. And um, but, but they're just armed protesters. I, I don't believe... I mean, they're, they're like, they're running the um, training exercises and this and that, but they don't believe the the country is going under. They're just trying to protect themselves. Sure, but I mean, what? Like, maybe, maybe the issue here is people having these fucking military weapons. You know, like maybe, Hello. maybe the issue is like, like maybe I, I don't want either side really training for war. I don't, I don't want either one to become a target for one another at this point. You know what I mean? And the fact that we have assault rifles and training and stuff on in remote areas of this country, wherever people own land and can legally do that shit. I mean, like this freaking map here. Like, there's, it's, it's, it's crazy. There's like incidents, and this is just in 2020 before the freaking conflict of just like incidents that's all over the country from these just militias and shit like that. And it freaks me out. In what year? From like, what time? From, uh, from May 24th to October 17th. Months. <laughs> that's a sure. month. That's crazy. Yeah. I was wondering how many years. And that's domestic terrorism. Event- although we don't, you know, put many of them under that moniker. No, not really. They're not foreign. Um. <laughs> much yeah i mean i still can't believe members of congress haven't been held accountable you know what i mean like you guys know who kinsinger is if there's any right-wing people listening to this that want to get really mad at us like listen to that guy you know what i mean he's a conservative he's smart like, i just don't get it why what does he say no i'm just saying that he's not he's not a uh like he believes that these people need to be held accountable he doesn't believe but in Trump. You know what I mean? yeah oh absolutely uh, okay but the, the people in Congress that, like, instigated a lot of this stuff as well, like the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Matt Gaetzes and the... Uh... Half this nation considers them patriots. They, they disregard the video evidence of them just being animals. Just don't look at it. And, yeah, just don't look at it. Mm. And then they... will bring up Benghazi a lot. They like to bring that up. But what about Benghazi? Yeah. And if you look into Benghazi, just as if you look into anything far enough, Hillary Clinton, who is, you know, the villain of that story is shown trying to get more funding, describing the security as, you know, inept, as not up to snuff. And yet the Republican Congress said, no, 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 you can't have any funding for that. And then, you know, Benghazi happens, which for those who don't know, uh, uh, what was it, a foreign uh, base? Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a lightly protected foreign base. In, yeah, it was in overrun. Libya. People died. It was a horrible experience. Two seals, the ambassador, and a the ambassador's. Uh, he was like a computer tech or something like that. Yeah, they died. Yeah, didn't two need to seals happen. died in combat. Yeah, I mean, of course it didn't need to happen. The biggest military budget. When you think of the military budget, it is all the countries before you know number one. That's mm-hmm. us, seven hundred and sixty billion. The next ten countries combined aren't seven hundred and sixty sure. billion. Yeah, we spend that kind of money, and and we. You know, all the socialist programs that we want through the Build Back Better plan, you know, we have yeah, to we microscope it. where that money's going. But and, and let's keep this in mind, people. The, the people that are voting for these military budgets, they hold stock options in these companies. You know what I mean? That that are going to, again, produce, produce jets, produce weapons, produce whatever our military needs. So their stocks go up. They make money. That, to me... I mean, that's, it's, it's almost like, it's like insider trading almost. Like if you know what's going to happen, it's like, well, this could be good for our stock options. So let's just create this legislation. And, and that's not, that's what everybody needs to wake up and realize that members of Congress do. Like, yeah, they're, they're supposed to have, and, and all they have to do to get you hooked is just pick one fucking fear. Pick, say, say you know, they're going to tell you somebody's going to take your job or something like that, or that, uh, you know, the, our borders are going to be overrun or some fucking nonsense. And all you need to do is just scare the shit out of you, get your vote, and then fucking railroad all of us by, wasting all kinds of money that could go to these social programs to 
you know, maybe your daughter, maybe people that like in any sort of situation in like, in like the ghetto and trailer parks, like anybody that's dealing with like high poverty situations that could use money to get on their feet, to get off drugs, to get educated, to do any type of thing that they're, that they're dealing with, which is even like inherited poverty. I mean, yeah. it, it just seems so much more simpler to me than spending tons of money in areas where you know these politicians are going to are gonna get paid due to their stock options and yeah. shit like that. It's just, it shouldn't happen in any, and even with pharmaceuticals, like it just, it should not happen. You should not be able to have, to be in Congress and have any type of stock options where you can actually manipulate your financial situation, you know, for, for the better through legislation that you create and vote on. Yeah. That's insane. They, they argue about universal daycare. It's not yeah. even that expensive. And it would make families be able to get out and get a job. You know what I mean? Like, so it's government, another government run program. Everybody hates that. Mm-hmm. There's where your regulations come in and just do the best you can there. But think about what it would do for uh, low income communities. Having free health care. There was a study, if you want to call it a study, where this billionaire decided to go to, uh, I think where he grew up, mm. and he just put um, essentially universal daycare across his town, across his city, just paid for it all. Yeah. And that that community had less crime. That community had, you know, everything boosted. Everything boosted just from daycare. Yeah. And yet we argue about it in Congress. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if, if you keep people needing to struggle, needing needing to pay, you know, exorbitant things for for whatever, just to survive, cost of living going up, while wages aren't increasing and stuff. If 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 you keep people on that struggle bus, I mean, that's how you keep them controlled. Yeah, they don't have time to rise up against you at that point. You know what I mean? They don't have time because you know you got to get to work, work your fucking ass off, take care of your kids or whatever. Yeah, and they'll just punish you for having kids. Well, you shouldn't have kids, you know, if you if you didn't have the money, blah blah blah. It's like yeah. okay, well. Telling somebody not to, like, live life is just fucking absurd. I mean, kids happen. Maybe irresponsibly sometimes, but kids freaking happen. Sex happens. It's fun. Everybody loves to do that. You know what I mean? That's how you can make kids. But just, again, it's like the whole, like, you know, like like boomers telling us not to have that avocado toast or whatever the fuck they say. Shit like that. Or telling millennials, I hate no. to, I, I guess I am one, whatever. I'm fucking old, but... Yeah. But telling them not to have that avocado toast and not get that, not that, get that iced coffee and then you can afford a house like I could. It's like, motherfucker... Cost of living has increased so much while wages haven't. Like, one person could t- could take care of a family when we were growing up and before that. Now, like, my wife and I both got to struggle to freaking pay bills and put our kid through daycare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough. I had a, We I had can a save, like, $50 a month for a new house we've been trying to get, and we've been saving that for freaking, my God, probably like six or seven years, six years maybe. That might not even keep up with inflation, to be honest, and the housing market. Probably. It's crazy. But, you know, I was having a conversation with my father over the holidays, uh, and he had brought up that his salary was like 8,500 out of college. And I, and I was like, okay, but what year was that? Yeah. He says 79. And so I typed it all in. It came out to 55,000 with inflation. Sure. You know, he's making 55 a year. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's comfortable, dad. That's way more (laughs) than I was making. So, you know, and that's what I think people don't understand these timeframes and how things are changing right in front of our faces. And yet like what empire is going to give you the education that, that shows the, all of its negatives give you the give you the ammo to to to, to revolt. They're not, you know. It's like it, it's all hidden with distractions constantly, and you sure. got to look through the distractions, and you got to just see you what get, is happening. You get votes by getting people scared. Well, of course, you know what I mean. And then you just railroad through everything else you want that benefits you, and not like you know what I mean. Like when you have like certain politicians, I mean, again, it's just like the the electoral college. And so you have certain politicians that can sway huge pieces of legislation. And they represent 
uh, just such a marginal fraction of people. It's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. No. But back to, but, but these are, I mean, these are like problems that Americans are facing, like poverty and like healthcare and stuff like that. And while all of these things are being passed through back doors that they don't even realize about because they're voting for, what you know, whatever, whichever politician is going to, you know, make them feel safe. Um, they don't, they don't realize that like, that's why their life is hard a lot of times. And then their answer sometimes is to, you know, find somebody to blame, which he, whatever talking head is going to tell them whoever, you know, to be mad at and then feel like they need to do something and get angry because I mean, who, who isn't going to be angry? Somebody that lives a life of just like getting by day to day, day to day, every fucking day with the fucking routine, trying to pay your bills, feeling like shit. I mean, imagine like, imagine let's just say that, for example, I'm talking about a conservative person in coal country that works their fucking ass off every day. Goes back and forth to work. They live in an area where, you know, that's mainly conservative and stuff like that. Like, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to be mad because their life fucking sucks, man. You know what I mean? But, like, wanting to, like, take up um, take up arms against, like, American people and join militias and stuff and talk, talking about civil war. I mean, like, there, there are these generals that are generally concerned that there are people in the military that belong to these militias, militias as well. Like, well, active definitely. military. Exactly. And that's what scares me. About, again, it's seeping through our institutions because when the time comes about, you know, these militias wanting to band together and go to war, like, what do you expect? You expect our military to do something, but is that going to fraction off? Is that going to fraction off and follow one fucking lunatic who everybody says should have won an election? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or yeah, or and, and, and then, you know, the other side defends the Constitution and, you know, the person who rightly won the election and our democracy. I'm not even saying Biden. I'm even in the future. I mean, this is going to happen a lot, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, now that like, the, the bar you, has been set so low, you can fight for four years and still be I mean, going. Th- that, that could be a real fucking civil war. And like, we've got huge swaths of territory to fucking fight over. I mean, this country's huge. Yeah. It's been, you know what I mean, and it just, when, when military generals are saying they're concerned about that, we already know that I, I actually had some great notes about, uh, there's something about, I'm sorry, you, you had a point about, well, I was just going to say that the, uh, you know, it's been in the white supremacist uh, playbook to try and get into positions of power. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be for any terrorist group to try and get into positions of power? Sure. But how much easier is it for a white guy <laughs> to to work his way up into the ladder or work his way into the police department or work his way anywhere uh, that they need him? I mean, the police department's obvious. There's there's tons. I mean, you can root that shit back to the Klan in certain parts of the countries. But um, that segues into my point. I was looking for the military times that 30% of active duty military have claimed to have witnessed white supremacy and racist ideologies, um, you know, within the military institution, wherever they were stationed and stuff like that. 36%, man, that's a fucking shitload. That's more than a quarter. That, that's enough to, you get enough people fired up, enough people thinking an election was stolen. I mean, fuck, Ashley Babbitt was military. She thought an election was stolen and got herself fucking killed over it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, that is a huge breakdown of a societal structure, a huge, a huge part of our democracy. Like your voting is the only thing, like there should be nothing stopping you from voting. Nothing, not a single fucking thing. I mean, if you want to get into like felonies, like murderers, rapists and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You probably shouldn't be voting. I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. killing people like, fuck you. You're, you're a bane on society. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, not, nothing should be st- like, that should be the sanctity of our country. That is this democracy. When that erodes and people do not believe in that, then th- these sorts of things, will split and will faction. And that is what really concerns me. And I just hope that the our military service members, whether you hate me or not, if you're listening to this right now, you know, just, just remember that, like, do you really want to go to war? I don't want to go to war with you, man. I don't want to get violent with you. I wouldn't <laughs> understand why any of these militias 
if Oath Keepers, like you said, and this was my mistake, if Oath Keepers are, have to be law enforcement or military, like, do you really want to take up arms and start shooting people over something that is just not true, that can be demonstrated? Like, you're, you're believing in elect- this election was stolen, I mean, it is demonstrably false. Yeah. There is nothing to prove any of it. The My Pillow guy can fucking, you know, fluff up that pillow of bullshit all he fucking wants for you guys. You know what I mean? Your pillow is still going to be warm and sweaty and gross. <laughs> the cool side of the pillow is telling you what is fucking true. All right. And Miss, my pillow guy doesn't fucking make He has no evidence to support any of that stuff. All the different audits, a lot of times even came back with more votes for Biden. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you don't like Biden. I don't fucking like Biden. I don't like nope. that I that I had this choice Student again. Loans. I don't like that I had Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump to choose from. I mean, get the fuck out of here. I don't want either of them in there. And I didn't like the choice with Biden either. But for fuck's sake, man, you got to see, like, the way this, that that man, I just don't get it. What people are willing to do for him. Like, I mean, storm the fucking Capitol. And a yeah. lot of Oath Keepers and a lot of the Proud Boys did that stuff. Like, you're really willing to do that for a man? I mean, do you really think he cares about you? He's just chilling down in fucking Mar-a-Lago Mar- right now. You know what I mean? Being weird, hitting on young chicks and stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, the guy, he's just living his life up. He's not hanging out with you people. He might try and rally you up again for your money and stuff like that. But, like, fuck. Yeah. I just, just please don't think that we like Joe Biden either. Like, that, <laughs> that drives me nuts. I, I don't like that guy. I don't think that he's doing a good job. I think he's I mean, a centrist. Fuck. He's yes, pretty, exactly. He's the same thing over and over again. He always has been, man. And the fact that we drone that aid worker, that just, oh my God, I hate drone warfare. It pisses me off. It's so wrong. It's a cowardly way of doing things. It's just, it's wrong. It upsets me to the core. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, guys, you know, Obama loved the drone people. You think I'm you think that just because I voted for Obama, I'm like, oh, yeah, really? No, I don't support that. I look at facts for what they are. Yeah. That is true. I recognize it, and it pisses me off. He okay? increased the program. He increased Absolutely. funding to that program. There uh, are tens of thousands of drone strikes yeah. under Obama's administration. And trust me, lot, tons of innocent people died. Yeah. You're never going to hear about that, you know, and that pisses me off. Our country, if we're supposed to be the shining light of the world, we shouldn't be doing that stuff. And it doesn't mean I don't support the military, but, like, at the same time, a lot of, I mean, supporting our country and the Constitution is amazing. Like, like they're badasses. They're, they're warriors and stuff. Like, just being able to fight and have the balls to do that is awesome. But, like, a lot of times, if politicians think about it, if they're voting for companies that they have stock in, that they're going to make money off of, then you're voting for their financial interest and the interest of very small groups of people. Yeah that basically have their hand up the ass of America and you are a tool that they use, you know what I mean, yeah. to further their interests and lives are lost over it. Yeah. Like military lives, people that, I mean, it's just, I support the military more than anything. I don't want any of you to die. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't support sending you out to fight wars for rich people, you know, freaking. And that's what it comes down Cheney to. and the Halliburton folk, you know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It, 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 most of the wars... If you go back, you know, what are we fighting for? What's the what's the real end game? Because we can now look at it from multiple angles. It wasn't real time that it was happening. And when you can actually digest the information and look at it, it was always rich people getting richer or mm-hmm. politicians sure. getting power. It was, you know, over oil, over this and that. And, and But like you said, like, I have no problems with vets. I think they're noble. I have nothing but respect. But it's the wars that they were a part of that I just feel bad in the sense of, like you said, pawns. They were just numbers numbers on a sheet. Send this amount of numbers over there to see how much oil we can get kind of deal. Following orders is important, though. I mean, you just got to hope that, like, I mean, that's that's the whole hierarchy of the military. Like, you follow orders, and that's that's how respect is earned. You know what I mean? But you just got to hope that the ones that are that are sending those orders are... 
Well, I mean, the, have uh, you know. I don't even know, man. It's fucking combat. I don't even again. I don't even know what it would be like to be in a firefight, to be placed in that situation. You know what I mean? I, I'm my I'm I'm just I'm just questioning. I'm just questioning why why our soldiers would have to be there in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, it, it would scare the shit out of me. You know what I mean? And sure, it's ballsy as fucking when, and when they come home, it's awesome. But, like, it's, it's, I mean, some of them, like, SEALs, I think they're a different breed. You know, like, they're one in a million. They're so intelligent, and they're extremely smart people, and they, you know, like, can, can take these conditions. I feel like they live to fight, like, to go and dispatch the enemy and stuff like that. But, I mean, a lot of these dudes that come back with PTSD and stuff, I mean, like, I just, I just question why it had to happen. And I know there's a huge movement of people in the military now and retired military that feel the same way. I mean, there's so many different instances of dudes getting killed for no reason. And, like, when it all comes down to it, in the end, it pisses me off that, like everything else, it's just all about money. But as I was saying this, I was thinking, like, what, who, would, who would benefit financially from a civil war? Like, if things just, like, just evolved into, like, all-out civil war in this country... Who would benefit financially from that? Uh, off the top of my head, I would I would lean like Lockheed Martin wouldn't you know they're, they're no. the ones to build build jets and stuff. I mean, I'm really hoping that we're not going to start just like bombing like huge like oh there's there's a huge swath of you know whatever no it'll be rebels s- over here in Colorado let's bomb small, the shit out of the Rockies like fuck it would that. be small insurrections all over yeah you know but I do, I think the GOP. You know, if you want to broad scope sure. it, who would who would benefit from a civil war? The GOP it would rile people up, it would make people scared. The more scared, until these militia members start coming home in fucking body bags and shit like that. Uh, that's I mean, come on, that's jihad for them, man. You know that that's that's being the ultimate patriot, dying for your country in in combat. And these most of these guys, jihad, never seen the Al Qaeda. Yeah, the Al Qaeda. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But, oh, man. Yeah. It's scary. I don't want civil war. I don't want any of that shit, man. No, I have a child. I, I think it is to, happening already. Him. And if we need to open our eyes. You look at the amount. I mean, there's not open violent conflict in this the This was streets. months. The United States, this was months. And there's, you know, at least 35 It's just to events that they that. have. you like gathering events. Not all of them are like violent and stuff like that. But I mean. Oh, maybe I didn't know what I was looking at. But I mean, there's, there's <laughs> the mainstream militia groups are definitely that out there. Mainly all over the country. So. Yeah. I mean, oh, excuse me. My burp was nasty. Well, I'm glad it was included. <laughs> but um, there's just, I, I think there's another thing about, like, the left that I was saying before. Like, in, in order to combat this this type of behavior, you, there needs to be, I mean, we just need to fucking stop sitting back and assessing, basically. I, I, I hate to use that phrase from don't look up, but it, it's true. I mean, like, we can't just... There's, there's no reason to sit there and think that our institutions are just going to right themselves. You know what I mean? That they're just going to, the ship will right itself, that everything will just be fine. Like, I don't, I don't know that we can have that much faith in these institutions right now if they're being infiltrated, like some of these, you know, the higher ups in them are saying. And like, it's really concerning. Well, what do you that, do? What do you do? You're saying stand I don't up. Know. Do you, like, if you go to these uh, protests, there's potential for things to get out of hand and then you could get arrested. Those people are going away for years. That were at these protests. There's a lawyer that fought for uh, Ecuadorian uh, rights yeah. against um, ExxonMobil, I believe, and won billions yeah. of dollars for Ecuador in re- like to pay for the pollution damage that they did. Yeah. That that lawyer is in jail right now. Wow. And it's only for six to a months to a year or something along those lines. But they brought up some crazy, stupid charge 
to, you know, because of how legalities of how the whole court process went down, he didn't do one step. And because he stepped out of line, they were like, got him, got him. Let's put him away. So he gets put away, gets taken away from his family for a year. And all he did was fight for what was right. You, you, if, you know, I, I want revolution, obviously. But if you step out of line, there are crazy repercussions for those that try to speak truth. I really think so. You well, know, yeah, sure. Try to actually make change. Like, you better be prepared for a war. Civil yeah. war. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. I feel education. Education's everything. Get people to think. Get people to question what they believe and or reinforce or reinforce it in the right ways with factual information. Not just hearsay. Everything you hear us say, look it up. Fight okay, us. But, but constantly. Here's the next point and we we'll probably start wrapping things up here, but um the internet is rife with misinformation, with lies and stuff and that to me social media especially is I mean that is the catalyst, man. That is that is what is damaging everything. You can get away with so much bullshit, and I mean, there's people that, that base their entire their entire political outlook, their entire societal cultural outlook on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, it's just how do you stop a machine that big, which again just generates billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars? Like, I mean, e-commerce, you know, the advertisements and shit. Like that one woman from Facebook that used to work there. I mean, she claimed that um. The more clicks that you would get, the more likes, the more comments and stuff. So, like, every time that, like, that we are getting pissed on that dude who has a crazy fucking conspiracy theory take on Facebook spreads and we're arguing further. with him and stuff, it just spreads everything further and makes them more money. That's why they're not going to censor it. Yeah. Again, everything is about money. But, I mean, yeah, all, I don't want to see this. And I, I truly believe that, like, at least as far as climate change goes, I don't think the Earth will completely destroy us till at least, like, 2080, 2100, maybe. But... I, I certainly don't want to, I, I don't want to see civil war. And I, I think that, oh my God, I, I just lost my train of thought because I was just thinking about how much Mark Zuckerberg is just like <laughs> a fucking robot. And like, well, the I think it, again, it's education because it, when I keep saying it's the algorithm, like that's everything. Every time you do your facial lock on your phone, that's getting uh, cataloged. You know, yeah. showing age progression for whatever reason. Sure. And every little click you do, you know they can see where your eyes, you know, are focusing mm -hmm. on screen. They, they So, like, it, it, you have a detailed map, your personal self, on how to how best to manipulate you into commerce, how the, how the advertising yeah, will absolutely. work the best, whether it's for sales or whether it's for emotional pull. And large corporations can use Cambridge Analytica and say, I want to hit this small area of people that are on the fence and push them I with everything that's going to shove them over. Yeah. And then that shoves them all over because yeah. they don't know any better. They don't understand that what they're clicking and liking is building this, this, this easy door into their mind. So, again, it's education. Know what you're clicking on. Know what you're researching. If something seems fantastic and really, really right, like you, you, you feel like it, it melds with your uh, belief system, double-check it with Fox News and double-check it with CNN and see what's real. Find the median, you know. Because so many people just well, so many people would just take the headline, don't read the article, share the headline, you know. And the article may just be all bullshit too, but it's it's that they, they don't even care to learn about what they're passionate about. Check your sources. 
Even yeah. just simple things like John Oliver will tell you this if you could ever convince yourself to watch it, because it'll just make you look stupid. But anyway, sorry, not every day. not. To, <laughs> but, I will watch him every day. <laughs> but no, I just mean people that are you know refuse to see things for the way they are. Yeah. But I mean, m- make sure that like the article you're reading has a fucking author. You know, make sure that the picture you're looking at, make sure that's sourced. Make sure there's a, like where the photograph was taken from, from where. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like double check this stuff. You can't just go everywhere your confirmation bias wants to take you. Just because it makes you comfortable, because in the end, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, you're doing real fucking damage. You know what I mean? Like to to, to believe in types of these things, and to continue this rhetoric of civil war and like hating one another, and like it's just it scares the shit out of me. Yeah, not and to I tangent just, to COVID, not to tangent to COVID before we we sign off here, but that that guy that was on Joe Rogan that spouted all his fucking lies. I don't know if you knew about that about vaccines and and pretty much all of COVID information that he no, put no, out. But one of the things he, he he sourced. Right. So you could you could maybe verify off this guy. Oh, he's got a source there. You check it out. And it's his own testimony at Congress. It was another time he said it. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, so like okay. you can you can even see that sourced and be like, OK, I like this article. That source may be completely fabricated. Sure. So it's it's just a minefield out there. Just keep your eyes open and try and be logical. You know, the world's burning and you have very little time to think. Enjoy the thinks. And logic piece <laughs> out a long time ago. People want to believe that, like, you know, vaccines are being, like, microchips are in them and shit. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> I don't, I just don't understand. It, it, it's just, it's, it, the, I, I always think about, like, what, like, doing something funny. Like, you know, what should be the slogan for America? You know what I mean? Like, America, let's make it political. <laughs> or, like, America, not my lawn, not my problem. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, and it's just, like. This, when 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 this intellectualism, this anti science, like take reign over, you know, just logic and, and <laughs> when it's like not the profitable. science itself. I mean, I just exactly when you it's know, must they push science when it's profitable? Mm. <laughs> if it's gonna take away from their bills, and that's probably junk. We don't need to push that at all. We'll just we'll push it. The, yeah. <sighs> I want to hear. I want to hear Leo one last time. Yeah, sure. We'll leave you with this. This whole administration has completely lost. This was episode one, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. The Slayers of Boredom Podcast.